He's the one that's giving you your heartbeat right now and your blood flowing through your veins. He's the almighty God who created you. There's nothing too hard for him. Nothing too difficult for God. He is a God of the miraculous. Thank you, Lord. Right now, I just lift up our congregation, Lord. Gentle Shepherd, those that are faithful to our, our church and coming, Lord God, I pray that you touch each one of them. Bless Pastor Allen and Pastor Judy this morning, Lord. Touch them, quicken them, quicken their mortal bodies, quicken their inner man, their spirit man. Quicken, Lord God, Therese, in the name of Jesus. Quicken Rick and Wendy, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Quicken my wife, Diana, right now. Quicken Sammy. Quicken Tammy right now, Lord God, in her home right now, in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord God, to quicken Paul, our brother in Christ. Quicken and touch his lungs. Right now, in the name of Jesus, quicken the melody, Lord. Connie, right now, in the name of Jesus. Quicken Becky and Mike right now in their home, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord God, you quicken the Congolese. Quicken Caskilly and his family right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, Lord God, that you quicken Joni. Quicken, Lord God, those that have been here and have come. That you quicken them right now, in the name of Jesus Christ. Even, even right now, quicken Noel and Candy right now name of Jesus. I ask you, God, to quicken Rachel and her family and her children right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you to quicken those that are faithful at our church, Lord God. Quicken them. Quicken Eve in the name of Jesus Christ. Quicken Tom right now in the name of Jesus. Quicken Tony right now. Quicken each one of them, Lord God, spiritually and physically in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, quicken them. Anybody that I've missed, Lord God, Teresa, Lord God, quicken in the name of Jesus. Quicken these precious people, these saints of God, right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, be quickened by the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Trust the Lord. Put your faith in the living God today. His hand is upon you. Reach out right now where you're at. Lift up your hands to Him. Lift up your head. Trust the God of heaven and earth. Trust the one that created all things. Put your faith in Jesus Christ right now. Stretch forth your hand. You need a touch physically. Reach out right now in Jesus' name. Say this, Christ is my healer. Christ is my deliverer. Christ is my all in all. You are my Savior and my Redeemer, Jesus. I reach out to you today, and in the name of Jesus, I am delivered and free. And I am whole in Jesus' name. Praise Jesus. Lift up your hands. Let's praise God together right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you're doing in our church and in our city and in our nation. We praise you and thank you and give you all the glory and the honor that belongs to you, Lord Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen. Praise Jesus. I had no idea what the song list was going to be this morning. I am just thrilled that the second song was power, power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. My message this morning is on the power of the blood. Praise God. The Lord is sending a message to the church, to you and I. And I just want to encourage you this morning. 
I know that God is touching you as you're listening to this podcast. And some of you are even able to view it. But I know that the Lord, I know you feel far sometimes and it's a, it can be discouraging. I know Pastor Judy gets discouraged because she wants to be here. You know, Pastor Judy, this has been her, her and Pastor Reynolds' life for so many decades. But we love you guys and the Lord is with you. And we may seem far apart at times, but you know what? We're, we're together. We're a family. Amen? And nothing can separate us from the love of God. We have unity in faith and have one mind and one spirit. And Jesus Christ is the head of this church. Amen? Amen. Praise God. And I'm believing for a mighty revival and a, and a shaking in this nation and a cleansing in this nation like we've never seen before. Because you know why? It's needed. It's needed in each one of us. We need a revival in, each, in our hearts, in our churches, in this city, in this county, in this state, and in this country. A revival is taking place, and I believe it. We're going to take our tithes and offerings right now, and I tell you what, God is faithful to you. He's been faithful. You still have your lights on wherever you're at. you got heat on, or if your ceiling fans are on. You've got running water. you got shoes on your feet, clothes on your back. Amen. you got a lot to be thankful for. God is your shepherd. Amen. And all that he's given you is from him because he is the father of light and he gives more than we can even imagine. Because the Bible says, Betty, that we who are evil want to give good gifts to our children and even our grandchildren. How much more does our father in heaven want to give to us everything that we have need of? And even more than that, he gives us the Holy Spirit. So if you've been blessed financially and you still have finances coming in, Give to the Lord what belongs to him. That's all I'm asking. And that, that's what God wants us to do. And be a blessing back. And if you want to mail in your tithe and your offering, just mail it to 2905 Bildall Street, B-I-L-D-A-H-L Street, Rockford, Illinois, 61109. Mail in your tithe. God, God sees your faithfulness, and he will continue to keep the windows of heaven open. Amen. And be a blessing to the church, and God knows that we are good stewards of what God has given this church and this ministry. And it doesn't be spent foolishly. Trust me, it's not. It's not being spent in a foolish way. We are still going to go continue on and do the ministry and the work of the ministry at General Shepherd. I don't care if the doors are shut down. We are still going to preach the gospel. Amen? Amen. And minister. Nothing's going to stop us. You know what? The gates of hell can prevail against the church, but the church is going to rise up. Amen? And we will, to our last dying breath, preach, teach, and love God and minister the word of God. Amen? Hell can't stop us because, trust me, and you guys all know, and those of you that are hearing right now, if you're a believer and you're in the Word at all and you've heard over the years in your life the Word of God and what it says in God's Word, is our fight and wrestle against government and flesh and blood? Absolutely not. We are wrestling against principalities and powers of darkness and wickedness in high places that is trying to destroy this nation and the earth and especially trying to destroy the body of Christ from teaching and preaching and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we will not stop and our mouths will not stop and our love will not stop because God is in us. Amen. And we're going to be fruitful and multiply and listen, the church, the body of Christ, the righteous ones, not because of who we are, what we do, but righteous through the blood of Jesus, the Bible says we will flourish. And we are going to flourish even greater in these last days. So, Father, right now, I praise you and thank you for the tithes and offerings as we give to the body of Christ and we give to the ministry, Lord. We thank you for bringing multiplication, increase, and provision. Lord, you are the good shepherd. You are the one that provides all the needs that we have in our lives and our families, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. You're our 
Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You are the one that brings all blessings into our life. And we thank you, Lord, that we can be givers more than takers. And we can help those that are in need at times, Lord. When we have a little, we can give to them. And we thank you for making provision. We are so grateful, God, that you keep us going, that you provide our daily bread. And thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Hallelujah. There's a few of us here. We're keeping to uh, the essential part of what the, the county wants us to do and what the mayor has asked us to do. There's definitely not more than 10 people here this morning. But those of you that are here, does anybody want to share something, a testimony, a word of encouragement to those that are here on podcast so they don't just hear Pastor Matt because I'm not the only one in the building. Does anybody have any quick encouragement, a praise report, go right ahead. If you've got something, say something to those that are listening on podcast. I just want to praise God no matter what's going on, He is still in control. No matter how crazy things get, no toilet paper in the store, no, no whatever, God's still in control. Amen. He's not a God of fear. He's a God of love and provision. And no matter what, goes on around us like you said. We don't fight against flesh and blood. Keep your eyes on God. Don't let this fear grip you and make you so terrified you can't do anything. Amen. Believe in God. He will take care of us. Yes, he is he our provider. And like the song said, He is our way maker. Even when we don't know it, He's there. Even when we can't feel him, he's there. Yes, he is. So I just want to encourage everybody, you know, don't let the fear of this grip you so bad you can't breathe. You can't move. You know, trust in God. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Betty, you want, do you have anything you want to say? I know those of you that know Betty, she walks in the spirit. She's full of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead, Betty. We'll try to get you on speaker nice and loud, sweetheart. Last night, we had a tornado warning that came to my house. And all I could say was, I was sitting on the side of my bed, and it was like, they said, you know, take shelter. Uh -huh. And I said, where are you going to run? And then there was such a peace <laughs> that I just sort of sat there and relaxed and praised God right. and listened to the rain. And I saw the effects, all these leaves that are in the street where they weren't before, let me know it was a big, big rain. But I thank God for his peace. Amen. Amen, Betty. Praise Jesus. Yeah, a couple of things. When I went home uh, yesterday, or last, last Sunday, I saw Brian. And Brian starts preaching to me about, about something he saw with Jesse Duplantis, but he got it. He got it. And people out there not, not necessarily getting it. Jesse Duplantis was saying the way that this will be defeated is through God's people continuing to worship him and not to fear. Amen. Brian, the 11-year-old, he got that. So, childlike faith working in him. Amen. Also, 
Rachel was, was gifted with a cake that she told me to give to Kaskili and his family. So I went over there to deliver it, and when Exante uh, came down, um, because I had a cake, I started singing Happy Birthday, and Kiesa Elizabeth, as some of you know her, um, said, it's my dad's birthday today. So God had provided Amen. something for, for them to celebrate with that they wouldn't have necessarily had. Right. God is good all the time. Yes, Amen. Is. All the time, God is good. Amen. Yes, Amen. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. I wish there was a way we could get the mic and the camera on Pastor Judy right now. <laughs> I know she would love to share something. She she's strong in faith, and Pastor Al is strong in faith. They're doing well. I just praise God. And you know we got to use wisdom in this time too, right? Amen. Amen. How many are washing their hands more than ever before? <laughs> praise Jesus. Well, my title of this message this morning, and I commit this message unto the Lord right now, and I ask you, God, to speak through me. That have nothing to do with anything I have to say, but only what you're trying to say to us, Lord God, the body of Christ, and those that are listening, even unbelievers, Lord, that you would touch those that are listening around the states, Lord God, and our nation, on our podcast. I know there's other people from other states listening, and I ask you, Holy Spirit, to touch them and open their heart in the name of Jesus Christ. The title of my message is The Power of the Blood. I just want to say this, the blood of Jesus Christ is so powerful and so transforming that we can't even imagine what it can do for us, not just here on earth, but eternally. Because that blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on Calvary over 2,000 years ago is eternal blood. It's eternal. And it was by an eternal spirit, the Holy Spirit. And eternal means this. It's never-ending, and it has no beginning. Jesus Christ has always been, and he always will be. He's always been and he always will be. Jesus Christ's blood has always been and always will be. And it's eternal blood. And it had to be spilled out and it had to be poured out on that cross so that you and I can have more than just forgiveness. But you and I can have reconciliation with God through the blood of Christ. It never weakens. Things that are eternal never weaken. Jesus Christ is still the strength that he's always been in our lives and in our hearts. He is strong, and that blood that he shed is very powerful. It does never weaken. And that blood, because it's eternal, is glorious, and it's endless present. It's a constant present. The thing that you want to remember about eternal things, it's not a beginning or an end, but eternal things are present, the here and now. That's what's so profound about the blood of Jesus Christ. That it, because it's eternal, it's in the present. It ever speaks presently for the very here and now. No wonder when the Bible says if you confess your sins to God, He is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all your unrighteousness. Why? Because the blood of Jesus speaks over. It's been paid for all sin. And iniquities and transgressions have been paid for at the cross of Calvary because of the shed blood that is eternal and it ever speaks. It's a present <coughs> power. That's what we call, listen, the new covenant. Jesus Christ came and made a new and living way 
for us through the blood of Jesus Christ. Christ sacrificed his own blood on the cross so you and I can have eternity with the Father. He sacrificed his own blood. It was a sacrifice that was beautiful and perfect for the Father. And that's what we needed as mankind needed salvation. The Holy Eternal Spirit was and is, listen, the Holy Spirit of God, the Eternal Spirit of God, was and is in the blood that was shed. It ever speaks and eternally has power. Listen, it has power to cleanse and to bring redemption. The power in the blood of Jesus has power to cleanse you of all your unrighteousness and to bring redemption. The Lord Jesus Christ is our Redeemer. He's Amen. redeemed us from sin. He's redeemed us from the curse of the law. Jesus Christ became a curse for us. We have cleansing and we have redemption through that blood, that eternal blood. And that blood, that eternal blood, number two, also brings true forgiveness of your sins. You can't go behind a curtain to a man that has as much sin as you do and be forgiven. You go to Father God in the power and the name of Jesus Christ and through the blood of Jesus. That's what forgives us. Amen? It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses and forgives. Yes, the Bible says if we confess our faults one to another, we will be healed. And we should confess our faults one to another. And we should pray one for another like the scripture says. But we can't get forgiveness of sins other than through Jesus Christ and what his blood has done for us eternally. Amen on that. To bring, number three, it brings physical, emotional, and mental healing to the human race. The eternal blood of Jesus Christ will bring physical healing to you. Emotional healing and mental healing as well as spiritual healing. That's the power of the eternal blood of Christ. Let's look at what it says in Hebrews. Hebrews 9, 14 through 15. If you have your Bible with you, if you're at home, open to Hebrews chapter 9, verses 14 through 15. And it says this, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Now I want to repeat verse 14 a minute here. It says this, how much more shall the blood of Christ, aren't you glad it's not the blood of lambs or goats anymore? It's the blood of Christ. He died once and for all for sin. He became the sacrifice that the Father needed to see, the perfect lamb, the spotless lamb of God, the perfect lamb of God was slain and his blood speaks ever and ever and ever, that eternal blood. Look what it says. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit, the Holy Spirit was in that blood, living in that blood, offered himself to God. And verse 15, it goes on to say, and for this reason, he, meaning Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ alone, no other man, no other being, no other name can be our mediator. There's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And for this reason, he, Jesus, is the mediator of what? The new covenant. We're getting ready to celebrate Easter here in a couple weeks. 
We're celebrating a new covenant, a new and living way that came because of the blood of Christ and the cross of Calvary and because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You and I have a new covenant. We have a new and living way for us. It's called the age of grace. Now we have the free gift of eternal life. And not only that, we can have salvation, be born again, name written in the Lamb's book of life, have heaven for eternity, and be with our Savior, our Creator forever and ever. But you know what else? We can have healing in our bodies. Healing of all diseases, all viruses can be healed. Amen. There's power, power, power in the blood of Jesus Christ. Wonder-working power because it's eternal. And it ever speaks before the throne of God. And Jesus Christ, because he obeyed the Father, did all that God asked him to do on earth and became the spotless, sinless, perfect lamb. He gave him the right to sit at the right hand of the Father. And he is there ever making intercession for you and I. And that blood always speaks, always speaks because it's an eternal blood. It brings cleansing and redemption. It brings true forgiveness of our sins. And it brings physical, emotional, mental healing to you, to you physically, emotionally, and spiritually. The blood of Jesus Christ is so powerful. Glory to Jesus. And I want, before we end today, I want you to get in the habit and in the practice of pleading and applying the blood of Jesus Christ even over your own head. Even over your own family, your own spouse, your children, your grandchildren. Lay hands and apply and plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Like they did over the doorpost to keep the death angel away. Amen. With the power, there's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. That was through the blood of animals. How much more powerful is the blood of Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God. Amen. And when you plead the blood and it, and it stops things. Listen. The blood of Jesus Christ can stop and abort things from coming into your life. Curses, diseases, viruses, sicknesses, poverty, lack in your life, depression, oppression. It can stop that over you and in your life. I even ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to take, and I know some of you do, many of you do this, and if you've, if you've kind of gotten a little bit lax with it, it's understanding, but try to get more in the habit of even covering your doorways in your homes, especially the front door, with the blood of Jesus. Well, why would I do that? Because there's power in the blood, and it's an act of faith. You're showing God you're putting your faith in the blood of Christ, that no pestilence, no virus, no disease comes in this home. You take authority that has been given you through the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Amen. Let's go right to the next scripture in Colossians. Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. If you got your Bibles, turn to the first chapter of Colossians, starting in verse 13. It says this. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. Who has delivered us? Who's the He? Jesus. Jesus Christ, Almighty God. Listen to me. If you're listening today uh, in another state, in another city, 
and you're listening, you're not a true believer, you're not even sure who the true God is or who the true Savior is, let me tell you something. The truth of the God's Word is this, that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to get to heaven. No other way for you when you die and breathe your last breath to go to heaven instead of hell. There's only one name and one way, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the only one that suffered on the cross and paid the price and shed His blood for you and your sins. You need forgiveness, we all need forgiveness. And it comes through the blood of Jesus Christ and what He did for us at the cross of Calvary. Amen? And He, only He could do it because He was the only one that never sinned. Amen. He was the perfect sacrifice for you and I. There's delivered from the power of darkness. How many believe that coronavirus is a darkness? Amen. It is a darkness. It's killed thousands of people just in a few weeks. It's killed many people. Even a little infant had passed away from it. There's power over that darkness of the coronavirus. In the name of Jesus Christ, I just rebuke that virus off of our church, off of our church family, off of the city of Rockford in this region. We just come against the power of that darkness right now, that virus, and we rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ and the power of the blood. Stop it. In Jesus' name. And plead that blood over your own head and over your own house and your own property right now in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. The blood of the Lamb that cleanses, forgives, and protects. It's a protector as well. Hallelujah. Ah, there's power over darkness. Look at what verse 14 says. In whom, meaning in Jesus Christ, not Buddha, not Muhammad, not Allah, in whom, Jesus Christ, we have redemption. Not we might have or we could have. We have it. Amen. Redemption has been paid. The price has already been paid. Jesus Christ is not leaving heaven again. He's never going to come and, and lay his life down again. He's not going to the cross ever again. Once and for all he died for sin, the Bible says. Once and for all and for all. Every person that would ever be born and created, he died for them. So what? So he could have forgiveness. They could have mercy of God and be reconciled to God and have peace with God through what? Going to church? Listening to a podcast once a week? No, it's through Jesus Christ and his blood that was shed for you and I that brings forgiveness. Amen. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 1.14 Zach memorized it. Little Zach memorized it. When, when he was back in, in the nurse, nursery, in the children's ministry, I had the kids memorizing scripture. This is one of them that I had to memorize because this is really important to memorize. Don't just listen to it on the podcast. Try to memorize Colossians 1, 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood. How many are glad we have redemption through His blood? Say this with me. I am redeemed, I am redeemed. by the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb. Amen. Through His blood and look at the forgiveness of sins. Amen. That's on a daily basis. You and I can come and have redemption and forgiveness on a daily, hourly, minute-by-minute -minute basis. If you confess your sin, He is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all your unrighteousness through the blood of Jesus Christ. Because there's power in the blood. Because it speaks eternally. And the power.
power of the Holy Spirit that was in that blood is still in that blood. Amen. And it never speaks because Christ is at the right hand of the Father, at the throne of heaven, which is alive and well today. And God is still alive. Jesus Christ is alive. He reigns. He reigns. God the Father reigns. And the Lamb of God is there interceding for you and I this very minute. Praying for us. Interceding for us. And that blood speaks continuously. Amen. 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 Man, the power and the blood of Jesus. Thank God we have redemption through His blood. Aren't you glad the Scripture doesn't say we have redemption through good works? Amen. We don't have redemption by going to church every Sunday. We're not going right now. Most of you aren't able to. We don't have redemption through being nice to your neighbor or giving to the poor or helping the Samaritan. You don't have redemption through the blood of Christ and Him alone. That's the only way you have forgiveness of sins. Amen. How many are glad that you can have a clear conscience today? Amen. Amen. Hey, how many want a clear conscience? Amen. I mean, how many like going through life with a guilty conscience? Nobody does. Especially if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, and you've got shame today, or guilt, or you're guilt-ridden, or you, you feel shameful, or you're embarrassed in any way. You know what? Get it under the blood right now, today. Today, get your sin under the blood, and let, let the Lord cleanse you and forgive you this morning. Don't go around with a guilty conscience. Get your heart right with the Lord today. Today, not tomorrow. Today is the day for salvation. This is the day to call on the Lord. Today is the day to call on Him and He can hear you and He will hear you. Today is the day to stretch your hand towards heaven and ask God to have mercy on you and to forgive you and to give you a clear conscience. Because when you have a clear conscience, listen what happens. Your faith is built up. You can't move in faith and have strong faith. You'll be motivated by fear and insecurity if you have a guilty conscience. When you have a clear conscience, your faith grows and it is stronger because you know that you're washed and cleansed in the blood. And if you've got to do it daily, do it. Don't put your sin off and listen to the lies and the schemes and the wiles of the devil that doesn't want you to confess it. He wants you to linger in it. He wants you to put it under the rug, so to speak. He wants you to, to say, say to yourself, it's no real big deal. They offended me. They hurt me. I'm going to hold this grudge against them. They deserve it. You know what? That's sin. You need to get it under the blood and get it cleansed. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We don't want to be that kind of people. We want to be quick to forgive. Quick to confess our sin. Be quick to confess, but don't do it haphazardly. Don't do it like shooting from the hip or just because it's a religious thing to do. Do it sincerely and honestly and genuinely before the Lord. Confess your sin to Him. Amen? Hallelujah, Jesus. What's the hardest sin for us to confess at times? Especially men. It starts with a P. Ends with an E. Pride. Lord, forgive me for my pride. My pride, my arrogance, my haughty ways, my stubbornness. My stiff-necked ways, wanting to do things my way and only my way. Pride. I'm not that bad. I'm not as bad off as the next person. Or so-and-so, or sister so-and-so, or brother so-and-so. Pride says, I don't need to confess it. Pride says, no, they did me wrong. They're not getting my forgiveness right now. You may not come out and say that, but your actions say it. Your actions say it by you holding grudges. Don't be prideful today. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Clothe yourself with humility and say, you know what, Lord, not tomorrow. Yesterday's gone. I can't get that back. Today I need forgiveness. Today I need the blood of Christ. Today I need redemption. Amen? Amen. 
Today I need to be healed. Heal, heal and cleanse. How many believe that the Lord is cleansing the United States? Amen. There's, there's a lot of good coming out of what's been going on around this nation the last few weeks. There's a lot of good coming out of it. There's more of a sincerity in people's hearts. There's more of a genuineness. There's more of a, wow, life wasn't all about this and all about that so much, was it? I believe with all my heart, once this turns around, and it will, because everything comes to an end, this will come to an end, and we are going to have a move of God's Spirit. I believe that people will come to church, that they're going to have a wake-up call right now, that th things temporary don't matter. What matters is things that are eternal, and what is more eternal than the blood of Christ? Amen? And people can come and be forgiven and have a new beginning in their life after this passes, because it will pass and it will end. Does that mean that we're not going to have something else six months or a year from now? We probably will. You never know. But you know what? We are overcomers. We overcome by what? The blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And we testify that we are overcomers. We are more than conquerors. We do not quit. We don't give up. We fight the good fight of faith. And listen, if you're a believer, you will, no matter if you've got to do it in your home, you will continue in the faith. And what's your faith in? It's in God's Word. It's in His truth of His Word, the promises of His Word. Your faith is in Jesus Christ and what He did for you and I at the cross. Your faith is in the blood of the Lamb that was shed and poured out for you and I. That we can be forgiven, have a clear conscience, and go on and be witnesses, ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And share the good news of forgiveness, of redemption, of wholeness, of deliverance, and healing. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Go right to the next scripture there and we'll get moving on here. Now, if you're on podcast, we're going to be quiet here. If you're on podcast and the Lord's touching you, you shout amen in your home. I didn't hear it, but I'm sure you did. Hallelujah. Let me hear it again. Shout amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Al, what would he say? Do you love Jesus? Yes! Now, he would say it again. Do you love Jesus? Amen. Yes! We love Jesus. And what would Betty do? What did Betty used to do? You haven't done it in a while, Betty. Give me a J. Come on, Betty. Give me a J. J. Give me an E. E. Give me an F. S. Give me a U. U. Give me an S. S. We love Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, they're not getting excited and thrilled in stadiums anymore. How about it's time that we have such a revival that instead of people flocking to stadiums for sporting events that are temporary and filled with idolatry, how about they start filling the small churches, medium-sized churches, larger churches, and be excited about what God is doing in their life and their family in this nation. Amen? Amen. Things that matter, things that are eternal. Amen? Hallelujah. Do you see it with the eye of faith? Can you see it? Do you see a revival? Isn't it, isn't it interesting how some things that are meant for evil, God could turn around for good? Because God is tired of all the idolatry. He's tired of people worshiping athletes and athletes making millions of dollars and, and everybody just can't wait to watch the next game. And everything is so sports, 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 sports. And to be quite honest with you, I like sports, but it's become so money-oriented and greed-driven. It's all about self. It's all about, you know, these athletes showing off and doing stupid things. And, you know, come on, come on. It's about Jesus Christ and the nation of America, United States of America, 
saying once again, in God we trust. In God we trust. And this is a God that we have made the Lord over this nation. And we need to become a country again where people don't just want to go to church. They can't wait to go to church. Amen. They don't want to just read a few scriptures. They can't wait to read the Bible every day. They can't wait to go to a prayer meeting. They can't wait to fellowship with other believers. They can't wait to share the gospel with somebody at work. They can't wait to talk to somebody about Jesus, J-E-S-U-S, at the drive-thru at McDonald's or Burger King. They can't wait to get up the next day and tell somebody, hey, there's redemption, there's forgiveness, there's power in the blood of Jesus. Can I pray over you? Let me lay my hands on you. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, and the power of the blood of Jesus, be healed today. Be delivered and set free today and come to know Christ as your Savior today. Call on the Lord and He will hear you and He will answer you and show you great and mighty things. And the great and mighty things is in what Jesus Christ is. He's everything to us. Amen. He is the great and mighty. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. First John 1 John 1.7 says this. First John 1.7 But if, there's that two-letter word, if, if we walk in the light. If you don't walk in the light, this scripture isn't for you. You've got to listen to the two-letter word, if. If we walk in the light. Who's the light? Jesus Christ is. He's the light of life. He's the light of men. His word is a light unto our path. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word of God. So if we walk in the light as he is in the light, how many believe Jesus is in the light and always will be? He is the light. There is not even a need for the sun in heaven. Jesus Christ is that bright. Because he's, wherever he goes is light. Because he's perfect. He's never sinned. He is in the light. We have fellowship with one another. And what? What does it say? And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, does what? It cleanses us from all sin. Man, is that good news. You can preach that every Sunday and... Just to hear that should make you want to leap and jump and tell the world about Jesus Christ. I'm going to say that again. Just the scripture right here, the truth of it and the power of that, what that word says right there, should make you want to open your mouth and tell everybody the good news about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because this says a lot. If you walk in the light, and if you're not in the light and you're living in darkness and walking in darkness, I urge you as an unbeliever or a believer to get in the light quickly. Because that's where joy is, peace, happiness, clear conscience... That's where the, the protection of the Lord comes. The peace, the supernatural peace, the unspeakable joy comes when you and I walk in the light as He is in the light. And we have fellowship with one another. Even if you're listening on podcast today, how many sense the fellowship? There's only a few of us in the church. I feel the fellowship of other believers. I can see their faces. It's as if you're right here with us. Amen. Because of the Spirit of God and the blood of Christ, we are one. And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you are going to do tomorrow or next week. If you confess it and get cleansed of it, it's forgiven. Remember what I said last week about the gentleman that died and went to heaven. He said the profound thing that he remembers more than anything is when he looked in the eyes of Jesus and the penetrating love and the power and the love of Jesus Christ's eyes were so powerful. He said, I stood before him as if I'd never sinned, knowing I'm a sinner. But Jesus looked at me as if there was no sin in my life. Because that's the way Jesus, because of, listen, 
Listen now, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, the eternal blood ever speaks, he can't see your sin. He can't. There's no way he can. Because you're cleansed of all unrighteousness through the blood of Christ. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. When that blood cleanses, it cleans. There is no dirt and muck and mire anymore. There is no Jesus looking at you and saying, yeah, but come here, I need to talk to you a minute. Does that mean that we don't confess our sin and get things right with God? You better do it quickly. Don't take the grace of God for granted, amen? You have the grace right now. You have the blood right now. You have the name of Jesus and the power in the name. Get your heart right today. Get your life right with the Lord today, not tomorrow. You may not have tomorrow. Of how many thousands have died from corona? Does anybody have a number worldwide? I don't know what the number is. They're in the 30,000 range right now. Yeah, it's around 30,000, give or take. I don't know the exact amount. Out of those people that have died within the last few weeks of coronavirus, only the Lord knows who are His. Yeah. If they were truly born again and trusted Christ as their Savior. That's what matters is this. If you die of the flu, you die of a coronavirus, you die of pneumonia, you die of cancer, you die in your sleep, you die healthy, what matters is where are you going to go when you die? That's what needs to be pointed out. Where are you going to go for eternity? That's the most important decision you and I can ever make. Is what are you going to do, listen, about your sin and your rebellion against God? You've got to get your heart right and there's only one way to do it. It's call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess with your mouth that He is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead and brought victory over sin and death. And you believe it. You have faith in Christ and what He's done for you. And you confess it, and you confess Him as Lord in your life, and you're saved. You're born again because He paid the price for you. What matters is what are you going to do with Jesus? Only one sin will send people to hell for eternity. And trust me, there is a hell. There is a hell. There's millions of people suffering and being tormented this very moment in hell right now. Because of what sin? Adultery? Drunkenness? Because they're pathetic liars? No, it's the rejection of Jesus Christ and how they rejected Him as their Savior. There's one sin that sends people to hell, and that is rejection of Jesus Christ and believing not in Him. Because the Bible says if you believe, you receive. If you don't believe, you're condemned already because you have not believed in the Son of God. How many want to say, I believe? Let's shout it together. I believe. Shout it again. I believe in Jesus Christ is my answer, my Savior, my Messiah. Hallelujah. Sin had to be atoned for. The veil had to be torn down. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, God the Father can now make his abode in the heart of men. I'm going to read that again. Listen to this. Sin had to be atoned for. Your sin, my sin. The veil had to be torn down. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, God the Father can now make his abode in the heart of men. In the Old Testament, he didn't abide in their heart. Now, with the New Testament and the New Covenant and the New and Living Way, through who? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ he now makes his abode on the inside of our heart. Amen? Amen? We all know what it says in Revelation. Behold, I stand at the door and do what? A knock. He's knocking on your heart right now. If, especially if you're an unbeliever right now. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, if you've not gotten your heart right with him and confessed him as your Lord and Savior, he's knocking and he's a gentleman. 
He's not going to force himself inside. It's a free will. You have a will today to decide to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior or not. And once you open that door and let him in, he will come in and abide himself and live in you. And his spirit will live in you and change you and transform you. Aren't you glad for that? You're not the same you were. I was born again in 1980. Betty, when did you get saved? Remember the year? <laughs> no, she don't remember. Yesterday. Yeah. Cecil, what year did you get born again? Approximately. 81, 82. 81, 82. I am so glad I'm not the same I was in 1980. <laughs> Amen. How many believe that the blood forgives and cleanses, but we also need, listen, sanctification. We get sanctified daily. Daily the Lord sanctifies our life for Him. Changes you, molds you, shapes you, helps you with your character, your behavior, your conduct, the way you talk, the way you think. He changes you and molds you and shapes you because He is faithful to complete the work He began within you so that you and I will be like Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Amen, amen. The blood is, listen, the blood is the life of man. Without blood, we don't live. If you got anything wrong with your blood, what's going to happen? You're going to have trouble. You'll be in the hospital. Right. You got to have healthy blood. Red and white blood cells got to be good. The blood is, in, is the life of man, period. The spirit is the life of God. How many believe you're going to have blood in heaven? No, we won't have blood in heaven. We're spirit. The life of man is blood. The life of God is the spirit. Amen. Where our spirit is going to live eternally. You're not going to ever have disease or sickness in heaven. There ain't going to be no corona, no flu, no pneumonia, no cancer, none of that in heaven. Let alone depression, anxiety, no fear in heaven. Only joy, peace, gladness, wholeness, health, and abundance of, listen, love so overwhelming that we are going to be so thrilled that we gave our life to Christ. The blood is the life of man. The spirit is the life of God. God kind of life is by the spirit of God. If you want the God kind of life and live the God kind of life, walk ye in the spirit, not the flesh. You want the God kind of life, you want to be like Jesus and you want your life to touch the lives of others and you want to be a witness and ambassador that makes a difference on this earth, you can make a difference even if you're at home and you're, you're stuck at home. You can. There's ways that you can. You can make a difference. The God kind of life is by the Spirit of God and walking in the Spirit, not the flesh, and doing our own will and our own desires. Amen? We crucify the flesh. We lay down our own desires, our own will. We take up our cross daily and follow Him. Amen? Let's pray right now. Father, I just thank You for Your hand on General Shepherd and on this whole congregation, this flock. I thank you for these precious saints of God that are here and those that are not able to be here, Lord. Just touch each one of them by the power in the name of Jesus and through the blood of Christ. I cover them, Lord, in the blood of the Lamb right now. The congregation of Gentle Shepherd, I cover them with the blood of Jesus. We just come against any works of darkness right now. I come against any tragedy, any harm, any hurt to anybody in our church right now in the name of Jesus. And anybody listening on podcast in another state, Lord, I know we have many, many people listening in different states. I ask you to touch their heart right now, Holy Spirit, right now. Open their heart, Holy Spirit. Right now, by the power of the blood of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, open their heart right now and speak to them. 
Show them your grace and your mercy and your love. Pour it out right now in Jesus' name. Anybody right now, if you're, you have disease and sickness in your body and you can hear me, speak right now. Just say right now, Lord Jesus, heal me. You are my healer. Bring healing right now, Lord. Healing of any coronavirus, any pneumonia, any influenza, cancer we rebuke right now in the name of Jesus Christ. We come against oppression. We come against suicidal thoughts right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I ask you to touch those that are listening right now, wherever they're at, by the Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Encourage those that are in your home. Encourage each other through social media any way you can. And let's pray one for another this week. Amen. We need each other. But believe that God is going to turn things around. It will come to an end. And this church is going to flourish. Can I hear an amen? amen? And keep praying. Listen, I'm going to end it on this. Keep praying for revival in America. Amen. We need a spiritual awakening. Because Jesus Christ is coming very soon. Amen. He's coming soon. And this nation and this world needs a mighty move of God's spirit. It needs a spiritual awakening and a revival. Amen, amen, God bless Yes, amen. Right now, Father, we just pray for anybody right now. If you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure you're born again, you're, you're, actually, if you think about it, you're afraid to die. If that's you, you're not sure where you would go if you were to die today. Because there's no guarantee you will be here tomorrow. You're not even guaranteed you're going to make it till 3 o'clock today. Only the Lord knows your last breath in the day that you will leave this earth. If you're not sure where you're going to go when you're to die, pray this prayer in faith. Not religiously, but in faith. Believe that God hears you right now. Say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. And I ask you to wash me in the blood of Jesus today and to cleanse me of all my unrighteousness. And this very day, I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God the Father raised him from the dead and that he lives forevermore. Jesus, be my Savior today. Be my Deliverer and be my Lord of my life. And I confess you now and I will confess you before men that I put my trust in Jesus Christ and what he did for me this very day. And everybody said amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer in faith, not religiously, but from the heart, God heard you. And the Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved from hell and torment. And separation from God for all eternity. Now you have what? The free gift of eternal life is in Jesus Christ and Him alone. Amen, amen. If you have given your life to Christ and you got born again today, some way, somehow, do a diligent thing and find out a way to get a hold of us at General Shepherd at either the address 2905 Bildall Street, Rockford, Illinois, 61109. Write us. Send a message. Let us know you got saved or born again or, or leave a note or message on the, on the uh, website. Do it. Let us know because that is the most important thing to us here at General Shepherd. We want to win souls for Christ. Amen.
Go in God's grace and His peace and please encourage yourself in the Lord and encourage one another. And don't live in fear, live in faith. Amen. Amen.